You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 97 of BNI, The Australian Story. My name is Veronica, and here with our co-host in uh, the Mornington Peninsula, Victoria, and Executive Director of Melbourne South, Mr Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. It just really seems funny right now recording this, looking at you across the table with a microphone (laughs) in front of us, because this is unusual. And for those of you who have probably... Um, been listening to us for a long time. We did actually start recording these in our studio at um, Radio Port Phillip on the Mornington Peninsula in Mornington. And uh, we're back there today, which is great. So um, it's good to have the headphones on, some audio equipment, and actually speak with everyone face to face and actually see our producer, who's a couple of years older than the last time we saw him. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, a- absolutely uh, great to be here today. I think what's actually funny as well is that you're actually wearing a suit today and I'm in a tracksuit. So normally when we're on Zoom, everyone's pretty okay, everyone's looking a bit equal, but at the moment we can really see who's been chilling out at home today and who's actually come from work. So Well, you've got changed. I haven't had a chance to get changed since I, uh, since I did a meeting this morning. And uh, I was privileged enough today to do a director workshop at a chapter, and uh, I really enjoy actually sharing some BNI expertise with people, where they can get some ideas on how to work and leverage the system a lot better, and how to get their message across a lot better, and how to actually um, you know draw those referrals out of their out of their team. And um, if you're, you know, and basically working BNI better as well. So, you know, if your chapter hasn't had a director workshop. Uh, for a while, get on to your local director and and get your director and say, hey, what can you uh, what can you help us with here? It's a really good time to actually um, drill down on things where you might think that your chapter is lacking at the time, or things where you might need to improve. Your local director can actually come in, do a bit of a workshop in the feature presentation spot, and get that message across and educate a whole lot of people at once. And uh, I think everyone, what we spoke about today, we went into one-to-ones a bit deeper, and I think everyone got great benefit out of what we did. Well, I had great feedback uh, from a member who was driving out of that meeting today, and uh, the feedback was that it was a really great meeting to be a part of and to have the director come in. And I've got to say, so you're the executive director, but even as a director consultant myself... I would love to know that I can bring value to the members. So we, you need to let us know too where you need the education and where you might need some mentoring and where you might need some additional information and then we can go away and put something together to deliver it. But if, if we don't know and you don't come and ask us for it, often it, it just goes by the wayside and then you wonder why things are falling down in the, in the chapter. And one of the things I get too is like when we used to do them years ago, people used to think we used to preach B&I. Yeah, it was all BNI, BNI, BNI. But you've got to look at it from the way of actually, you know, this is how we're helping you actually leverage this particular opportunity uh, to make the most out of what you're doing, to make your seat value in your chapter higher. And if we're not actually, um, we're not actually preaching BNI as part of this. We're just we're just working on how to do things a lot better and how to get more um, value out of the seat you're holding 
there and tips can do. And there was visitors in the room, which really gives them a big insight into how we actually, you know, how we actually work the system. They saw a normal meeting and they had the, the director of the feature presentation on the education. They, can, they could see how we could build relationships to leverage more business from each other and how it actually worked behind the scenes, which I think for those visitors in the room was quite valuable. It's interesting you say that, actually, because I know um, once when I invited someone to come to a meeting, they said, oh, all you're going to do is sell something to me. And I think that's exactly what you were talking about. When the visitor's in the room, they actually see how much value that they're going to receive by being part of the community for their business, for themselves personally. Um, and, and also, they get the opportunity to train up a sales team, so it's the ab- absolute opposite of what they think it's going to be. But un- unless they're in the room, they'll never know. You know we're not, our meetings don't, aren't there to actually sell B&I to someone. Um, if They're just to show that for visitors that this is a great opportunity if they want to be a part of it, this is how it works, this is how we do things together. And if we put on a good enough... Uh, good enough meaning, a good enough show, and they can see the value, they'll want to be a part of it without having to be sold. I love it. They get to buy the opportunity. That's what we want. Absolutely. Now, we've got a very special um, podcast today, and you and I have even had a little bit of a chat about how this podcast is going to move forward, because our guest has a very powerful message and a story about his b experience. So I'll pass it over to you to do the introductions. Yeah, well, we're all in the studio together and we've got a local person with us, uh, Nathan Lessie. And Nathan's from Fair Go Gardening and he's from b Peninsula. And he's been a member for 10 months and just actually renewed for two years with us as well. So he's obviously uh, a big fan of b big fan of the podcast too, may I add. But um, he's got an interesting story with uh, how he works his gardening business as well. So um, welcome, uh, Nathan, and welcome to Being I, the Australian Story podcast. Yeah, thanks, Brent, and thanks, V, for having me. It's an absolute blessing to be privileged to be here. And, and also in the studio, so we're so happy that we can have our very first guest, full body, back in the studio after so long. Yeah, for a long time. So, uh, Nathan, you've been involved with Being I for nearly a year now, and... Um, can you give us some background on how you found out about it? I was very lucky. So in October last year, I decided to go out on my own and start my own gardening business. I did a Facebook post and copy paste, copy and pasted that on about eight different community pages. And fortunately for me, Al McMillan, who's the uh, web designer in our chapter he saw the post and invited me so I was invited before I even had a single job lined up and attended the group and uh, it was during lockdown so it was uh, all over zoom attended two meetings and signed up and decided to dive straight in and all of a sudden uh, largely thanks to B&I and the amount of referrals that we're getting and all of the support from the team um, yeah we just can't even keep up with the workload already which is the big issue that I was actually expecting and, and the challenge I was expecting going out into the business in that first 12 months. Well, so you've actually come in as a as a startup business and just jumped straight into B and I at the deep end. Yeah, absolutely. So it was good timing to start both at the same time and really learn so much and and have all of the support from the team to get off the ground. So what sort of background did you come from before that? So I had 
a whole entire six months of experience gardening and that was about it. Uh, so I was so blessed to have uh, two previous supervisors who were fantastic, one uh, being a qualified horticulturalist, Nick uh, from another business, and they taught me a lot. And before that, for 12 years, I was actually a social worker, which was my former career. Which probably uh, brings us on to uh, your business, which is Fair Go Gardening, where you actually help uh, disadvantaged uh, young people in the area by giving them some worth and giving them a, a job. So you can, can you tell us how you actually do that? Yeah, so I decided if I took the leap of faith, dived into the deep end, that I could actually have the best of both worlds. So I could have the... Uh, manual labour, physical demanding job and working outdoors with my hands which I was really enjoying. My initial plan was to do it for about 12 months um, because I've been going through a separation. Keep my headspace clean uh, to try and navigate through that enormous challenge um, and do that uh, hopefully as respectfully as I can to my, uh, my wife and but then I realised, hang on, uh, I, I can actually do do both here. And, um, yeah, so I joined a partnership with Fusion. So they're a local Christian-based youth and community organisation supporting local homeless and disadvantaged young people and talked to them about what my vision was and what I wanted to do. And uh, I'm very, very, very grateful to them. They decided... Uh, let's sign an MOU and have a business partnership. So in the first instance, um, whenever I'm in a position to put someone on, I let them know and if they've got a young person that they support, they actually, uh, that they believe is up to uh, the standard required for a professional gardening business, they get us in contact and uh, we go from there. I might just ask, actually, just to clarify what MOU stands for, just in case anyone out there like me is wondering. Uh, Memorandum of Understanding. Understanding. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I think this is a, probably a great segue into um, part of the message that I think a lot of members in BNI um, don't realise that they need to hear, but I think it's really powerful. I was able to see your presentation today at your chapter, and your why is very... Um, very special and a massive driver into the area in your life that you've come into and the work that you do. So would you mind just going back a little bit and telling us just a little bit, very broadly, uh, about your life and what led you into making a decision to get into social working and helping others? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so when I was young, I went to, through certain life experiences and they were absolutely awful and I was in a really really dark place uh, so dark in fact that at the age of seven instead of going out and having a ball and being innocent and vulnerable as a child should be I was actually uh, at seven in a psychiatric inpatient uh, facility because uh, I, I just wasn't coping yeah. and from that I met a psychologist and he treated me in a way that made me feel safe and made me feel supported and cared for and 
with with Arthur's help as well. Um, but yeah, he he was pivotal in in um, yeah helping me transform my life from from where I was and the trajectory I was heading on to be able to uh, to heal and recover. And he taught me the gift of what one single person can do for another person and the difference that uh, as humans we can make on other people's lives through relationships and through love and care and I, uh, that inspired me to, to get into social work and to try to uh, in a way replicate what he did for me and, and to give back and I thought if I can have uh, that type of difference on one single person's life in a whole career that's absolutely still a career well, well worth it and yeah, and then now it's just a case of trying to support the community and, and support others out there doing it really tough, uh, but to do that in a different way where I'm offering employment opportunities as well as to, to come into the team and, and be a part of that team and, and build relationships. So grateful that you would share that. Um, and I know that if, if there's anybody listening to this podcast and this is raising any issues for them, please feel free to call Lifeline or any of the other uh, support networks out yes. there. Yes, and I've got Lifeline's contact number here. So it's uh, 13114114 or for text messages 04771313114. Great, thanks, Nathan. Um, you just said something, and I'm sure you heard it too, Brent, that... Um, what one person can do for another person and I immediately thought what a great take on the power of one I mean it really takes the power of one to a completely different level but also when you're talking about that I'm thinking about um, you doing your presentation in your chapter this morning and seeing you in a space where I believe you looked like you felt safe and cared for mm. so w would I be right in saying that in BNI it's a place where you do feel safe and cared for and supported. And yeah. has that been important for you in your decision to sign up for another two years as a member? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, relationships are just pivotal. Um, you know, I'm not going to live forever. And uh, so, uh, you know, I can't take money with me or anything like that. So it's like, okay, well, what, what's something that's really just at the root of life? And, and for me, it's, it's love. And for, for love, uh, it's a, it, that's obviously about relationships. So a couple of things that really stood out to me with BNI was um, around the core values of BNI. And we've got building relationships and givers gain. And those two in particular are really near and dear to my heart. And in particular, um, yeah, I actually have a bit of a different slant on, on givers gain and it's actually uh, giving is the gain. So when, I, when I'm so fortunate that I can give something to someone, I'm actually gaining then and there. Like mm. I don't need to wait to then be able to get something gained back in return. Like I've just gained and, and quite potentially actually more than the person I've given whatever it is to. Yeah. So, uh, and, and that's the way that my, my business operates, that, um, you know, I, people talk to me about how lucky are these young people to have you and I go, well... I, I hope, I, I hope it's a positive thing in their life, um, but, but how lucky am I to have them in my life? And for me, I could just really sense that within BNI that with those core values and the way that things were done, that, um, yeah, that we're on, yeah, that kind of common page there. 
Yeah, so how does, uh, how does your organisation work with this, with, um, with the young people you take on? How many young people have you got on your crew right now? Do they come for a little bit and then move on to somewhere else? Or how does that sort of uh, work in with what you do? Uh, so I've got two young people that are on the tools with me at the moment. So both, both are doing studies. So they, I do two days on the tool tools with one of them and, and two days with the other. Then I take uh, another day as an admin day because at times I do do jobs by myself, but it doesn't quite feel so comfortable. It's like, well, our business is about giving people a fair go. So yep. who am I giving a fair go to? Just myself. So uh, I'll just take that as an admin day. So um, yeah, so I've got yeah, the, the two at the moment, four days a week between the two of them. And uh, thanks to you lot, um, yeah, there's there's we're blessed with so much work that um, I'm in a position to absolutely uh, put more young people on. So uh, at the moment I've just, yeah, had my admin day uh, on Monday and, yes, making some phone calls, making some contacts, trying to build relationships uh, in the area uh, with people so that uh, I... I can connect with the disadvantaged young people out there that may uh, hopefully thrive from an opportunity like this and um, not set them up to fail uh, so that they can actually meet the required standards of a professional gardening service and uh, find people that are the right fit. Yeah, for sure. And how have the uh, members of your chapter taken on your um, your adage of the way you actually do business with helping those other people? Is it... Has it endeared them more to you to find referrals? Have you found, or um, or are they, you know, are they using that as part of their recommendations when they're looking for work for you? I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Uh, being a, a business network and um, the level of importance I place or, or don't place on money, I thought, oh, we'll see how this goes. And um, Truth be told, it's actually uh, been a case where I, I feel just so much warmth and, and care from from the team, uh, the word I used this morning, the team, the family. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that that's really, really special to me. And um, I think the proof's in the pudding and we're just receiving so many referrals Um I've even within 10 months started receiving a couple of referrals lately from other chapters and it, it, it just blows my mind. Um, so I, I think that their actions are showing me so much goodwill and so much support and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm blown away. Because we find in B&I people come for the business but they end up staying for the relationships. But on the other hand... Yeah, you know, there, there's a nerve with there's, it strikes a nerve with business people that they that they want to do good, yeah. and um, you know, for example, you know, we've got one of our members in another chapter who's uh, struggling with cancer treatment at the moment, hasn't been out of the work. You know, the chapter put on a trivia night uh, last Friday night to raise money for them to help their family. Eighty people turned up and donated. And um, they had auctions and the like there, and they raised thousands of dollars for this particular cause. And, you know, we end up with really a good culture and good people with B&I, and good people want to do good things, and they want to help out where they can as well. So, it, you know, obviously what you're doing is striking a chord with, with the membership, not only of your own chapter, but other chapters as well. I think... Uh 
I'm completely with you, Brent. I think one of the, the, the things within BNI is obviously what I call the heart seat, the, the positions that we hold for a charity and we actually um, credit them the first year's membership and they still have to do everything that a, a member does. But we underestimate the power of that seat because we're not actually trying to get a charity in the seat. We're trying to find someone that we can help. Yep. I think it's a very different way of looking at it. And I think, um, even though I know, Nathan, yours is not a not-for-profit, there's such a feel-good knowing that through you we are helping someone and we're helping you to help someone. It's just it's feel-goods all around. So I, I, I really encourage chapters and people who are listening, find someone to occupy that heart seat because we want to be able to help someone to not only reach their goals and dreams like we do with all the members, but also to be able to help others, help the community, you know, do good work. We, we, want, to, we want to feel that as well. And I feel as though there's a few of us in our group that hold the heart seat. So, um, yeah, and, and that's what makes it a really special place to be. So one of the local chapters um, have, have got, you know, probably almost twice as many uh, members as us and twice as much potential to be referred to but I didn't even go and look uh, they might be running an amazing show I'm, I'm sure they are but for me the I just didn't want to go and look any further just just the love in that room uh, and that the that BNI family there uh, I just went yep this is this is for me so yeah, so obviously uh, I know I know that you, um, Veronica mentioned that you you were a religious person, but I think you got B and I religion now, as well because uh, you've put your hand up for president uh, in the next term with our recent changeover. So what was the thinking behind that? Uh, I felt a calling, so I, uh, I I put my hand up and I just thought, okay, we'll see where this journey takes me, and and I feel this. This weight of responsibility to really launch myself into that role and to do it to the very best of my ability because I look around that room each Wednesday morning and I think they deserve nothing less than that. And I'm so fortunate that with all the gaps that are clearly there within my knowledge and my skill set only 10 months in, that... I feel very comfortable about that because I know it's not going to be the Nathan show, me doing it alone. It's going to be I'm just one person on the team and we do it as a team. So yeah. it's about complementing one another and supporting one another through that and uh, just playing our role. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people who are brand new to, to B&I, it's, you know, they think, oh, no, I can't, I can't be present. I haven't been here for 12 months yet. Yeah. It's not the case. If you're the right person and you feel it's right, and put your hand up, do it. Get involved. And a lot of people actually will take on a role like that when they want to give back something to the chapter as well. They feel obliged to actually, you know, I'm, this, I feel good here, I feel a part of this, I want to give something back. Yeah, we are talking uh, with Nathan before, just before we started the podcast, and we are talking exactly about that, that, you know, at times you actually feel guilty that you're not giving back enough, even clearly you are, clearly you are, but I think your standards of givers gain are, you know, going to teach us all something when we listen to the podcast, but I think um, you stepping up as president is one of your ways of giving back again, isn't it? Oh, you're 100% right, so for me, I've been receiving more referrals and I've been receiving more 
thank you for closed business than I've been giving. And I always feel much more comfortable giving more than I'm receiving. So that's a little bit of an uncomfortable thing for me. So, yeah, it's, it's absolutely a, a, an area where I feel like I can um, give something back that's, that's positive. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, being so fortunate that they've given me the opportunity to do that. I, I do have a question, and it might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. But when, when she's we, good at that, I, <laughs> it's not a bus. I throw Brent under the buses, but I won't. I won't do that with you today. Um, when I met with you this morning, you said to me that um, money is not the be all and end all, and I agree with you. Um, but that you don't want that to be the focus of your business. Now, when you're standing up the front of the room, and you're leading a group of people that. They join for the business, but they stay for the relationships. And we are there to generate business for each other. How are you going to balance that out? For me, there's a clear structure in place. And I've been involved in BNI for 10 months. Ivan Meisner, I think, is up to 30 years, is that? 37. My Nearly apologies. 38 I'm, I'm, 38 I'm rob- at the end of the year. I'm robbing him short. Uh, I'll give him 38 then. We'll round <laughs> it up. Oh, not quite. 37. <laughs> 37 um, and a half. So, so I think I'd be really naive and ignorant and egotistical to be saying that, you know, oh, I know something better uh, on, on how things should operate. So there's a proven system there. I absolutely have faith in that system. We've got the power of one. So uh, you attend your meeting, you do one one-to-one per week, you do one CEU continuing education unit, uh, you do uh, invite one visitor, and I've forgotten the other one off the top of one my to head. One. one one to one, of course. I always do that too. There's only four of them, but I always get a bit mixed up. I'm glad it's not yeah. just me. So, so you, I've I've really wanted to give that system uh, a real chance, and so pretty much I got when I started, I got to about eighty on the um, go for green rating. Uh, Pretty traffic much lights, straight yep. away on the traffic lights. Thank you. Yeah, straight straight away, and yeah. Uh, so I believe in that system. Uh, so I think it's really important to stick to that system and really focus on those basics. Get those one percenters right. As Ivan Meisner says, do six things, or for us, it's five. Five things a thousand times. And I just have absolute faith in the system that, and I think the proof's in the pudding as well that it will work and, and good things will will come from that. Uh, so you're I tell you what, he must listen to a lot of podcasts, not only just ours, but Ivan's ones, if he's quoting Ivan through there now. I know. Well, Ivan might listen to one of these one day and hear, and hear you say that. Um, I think that your why is so powerful that having you up the front of the room, following the proven system for your own reasons, because we're all doing it for our own reasons is going to um, just bring a beautiful contribution to the chapter. And I don't even think you know what it is yet. I think it'll be something and it'll be surprising for even you. Because every time someone's up the front in that leadership team, it's not just three people who've decided to say, well, I'll do it this term. It's three people who are bringing themselves and they're doing it in their own, their own style and with their own why. And I'm just I'm excited for you in the chapter to see what it's going to look like over the next leadership team. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And... I'm a big believer in uh, I can't, nor should I try and want to control others. I can only control what's in my power. Uh, so for me, I just try my best to focus on what I can do 
and and do that to the very best of my ability try to learn because there's so much in life that I don't know and never will so just being open and uh, trying to grow in that way so um, yeah that that's that's my approach to it now, Nathan, you've already given us your tip of the week, so I'm not going to throw you under the bus and do a Veronica <laughs> to ask you for another one because I, you, you did actually tell me what that was going to be, which was a power of one and, and five things a thousand times. Whatever that was, yeah. I, can't, we'll, I can't even remember We'll go myself. back and listen to that podcast yeah. again. Do, do five, five things a thousand times over. Yeah. <laughs> that could be right. I don't know. So, um, anyway... We give all our guests an opportunity to do their weekly presentation, so you're ready to go. Not much pressure on, only, you know, a few thousand people listening. So, um, yeah, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Well, you're a shocker. I know, I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, would you like to uh, give us your weekly presentation? Yeah, so this is now my on-the-spot nervous presentation, so I'll give you that one. So uh, I'm Nathan Leslie from Fairgo Gardening. We specialise in ongoing garden maintenance and we service the Frankston, Mornington, Mount Martha and surrounding areas. Uh, Nathan Leslie, Fair Go Gardening. That, that was the abridged version. <laughs> and where can people find you, Nathan? Uh, socials, web, and do you have a website or social media? Yes, yeah, so I've got a website, fairgogardening.com.au. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Fantastic. And great to have you on BNI The Australian Story podcast. Truly inspirational. I think you agree, Veronica. I do, but I do have a question. Sorry, I know that we needed to wrap this up in an hour, but I just, I just have another question for you. In an hour? If there, if there is a, um, someone listening who may have a similar um, foundation... Stop laughing at me, you two. <laughs> who may have a similar foundation where they hear what you're doing and they, they think to themselves, I would love to be able to do something like that. Are you open to people contacting you and maybe asking you how you've done this? or working with you to replicate it with another organisation? I would absolutely love that. So my contact number is 0429 216 766. Please don't hesitate to contact me. Any Anything that I can do to support, um, yeah, I just want to try and spread the love. And if you think that I can, yeah, do anything to, uh, yeah, whether it's a a talk in a school or something like that to share my story uh yeah whatever i can do and wherever i should be in life to try and do the, the most good that's where i want to be because the power of one empowers the many and the experience of one changes the experience for many yeah, abs- absolutely. I'm going to leave you with those words of wisdom. They just come to me All now. Right. I'm going to forgive you for uh, <laughs> taking over from my wrap-up, okay? <laughs> what wrap-up? I've still got a question for you. Right. Okay, so I know it's not the bus, but I did have someone say to me the other day, we don't know a lot about Brent. We know, you know what he does and the role that, that he that's, has. That's probably he, very lucky. Yeah, well, so I'm going to ask you, tell us something about Brent Edwards that nobody knows. Oh, yeah, that that is really thrown under the bus. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Now, while you're doing that, while you're having a little think about that, I'm just going to let everybody know that we are loving people contacting us to uh, share their BNI stories with us. They're all very, very different. 
as you know, you've heard Nathan today, and it's a very personal story. And then we have other stories that about. Uh, and I spoke to one of the builders at your chapter today. Eighty percent of his business is coming from BNI, a two million dollar referral. So there's so many great stories out there. Please continue to keep contacting us via the Facebook page because we would love to share them across our BNI membership Australia wide. I'm going to throw back to Brent. All right. So the thing no one would know about me. Yep. I found out about BNI totally and utterly by chance from a brochure that was left lying on a table that I picked up and had a look at and I've gone, oh, this looks good. I'll ring up the guy. Oh, and look at you now. Yeah, and look at where we are now, 22 years later plus. (laughs) Not as much as Ivan. Thank you. Thank you for playing along with that. Okay, what's your tip for the week? Okay, so uh, tip for the week this week. I've got got a question today from one of our members, Anton, and Anton knows who he is. I think he... uh, I think we all know who Anton is. We know (laughs) Anton from our region. And Anton Molnar, who's a building inspector. A great building inspector. And he was really worried about that he hadn't given everyone in his group a referral. And... I don't want people to worry about that. As long as you're giving referrals to people within your group, you you don't have to refer everyone in the room. And you may not be comfortable referring everyone in the room or may not have the opportunity because they, they might be too much of a niche market. So I just want members to know you, there's no need to feel that you have to give everyone referrals. I know people try and challenge themselves, members try and challenge themselves to make sure everyone gets a referral from them or, or they refer everyone in the room to someone. But it's not really needed. As long as you're participating and giving referrals to people within the room, you don't have to refer everyone. And you might not, you know, someone, some people might not be comfortable referring everyone in the room either. So, um, you know, that's just, don't feel obliged to have to do that. And I actually, uh, I said that. So contributing is okay to the group. As long as you're contributing a level of the referrals that the group's happy with, it's all good. It's fantastic. What a great way to wrap up uh, episode number 97. Thank you, Steve, our podcast producer. In the flesh today. Yep. So nice to have you with us. And um, we apologise if there's any background noise. We're not used to not being able to mute each other if we're going to sneeze oh, yeah, or cough. Yeah, sneeze or, or, or cough or, or, write or, something. or your dog barks. Or your dog barks, that's right. So <laughs> thanks so much for your support, everybody. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you at the same time next week doing what we do. 